do you have a place in your life for the let's call it religious concept of pilgrimage is that something you ever think about yeah absolutely um so my journey with walking kind of all started when i was studying in spain and they have the camino de santiago there Mm -hmm. um and i decided to walk a portion of that with my friend over spring break and I didn't really have any concept of what the Camino was before that. It was just something where we had a week off and wanted to do something a little different. Um, And so, yeah, that was the first time I had ever backpacked. And it was, (laughs) it was way more than I expected. Um, And I loved it as I just fell in love with backpacking and with hiking and walking in general at that point. So that was kind of, the starting point for me. And when I, whenever I walk, I don't actually really think of it as a pilgrimage until like after the fact, usually on these journeys. And then I like go back and I realize like all the things that I've discovered either about myself or like the universe along the way. And I'm like, yeah, that was definitely a pilgrimage for me, even though I wasn't trying to approach it as one. Can you enumerate some of the qualities of pilgrimage that are these things that you realize afterwards like I imagine you're talking about like while you're walking you're walking you're like look at where your feet are going you're looking at you know who else is coming in the other direction whatever and then you realize some things afterwards like what are those things yeah um pretty much just like transformative experiences like realizing things about myself such as hey, I have the strength to do this, or I have the confidence that I'm able to do this. Also just connections that you make with people along the way, Um, being able to connect on a deeper level with people just based on the fact that you're both doing this weird thing that not a lot of people tap into or have access to maybe, or even want to attempt. Um, It's just like this different mindset that you're in that allows you to see things from a different perspective, I guess. Um, Yeah. And also just this sense of like your problems get really small Mm. while you're doing this thing um, because you realize the world is so much bigger than yourself, uh, which is really cool. And also is lost so easily, at least for me, when I get back into quote unquote, like normal life too. There's one thing that seems to be about the self-contained context of the experience and you're 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 talking about shifts in perspective you're talking about how the sort of shift changes the way that you relate to the stuff back home and that sort of feels like it's about uh like the self-contained world of the pilgrimage or the walk i don't want to call them all pilgrimage pilgrimages for you um and so so it's like a, it's like an end like it's a journey is the destination kind of thing yes <laughs> but i also feel like pilgrimages have a sort of destination in mind, even if they are like a circuit, there's like, there's like a, there's like a going somewhere quality. So I guess maybe this is a question. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you going somewhere or are, is it temporary? Is it permanent? Where are you going on a walk? Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Is the answer. <laughs> um, I guess like when I started 
So both with the Camino and then eventually when I hiked the Appalachian Trail, I started these walks and my my thought process was, I'm just going to do what I can do. Um, and if I can't make it all the way, like, that's fine because I, I have attempted it. Um, and like, that's that's the cool part, I think, about the whole process is that, you know, I made it both of those times because I think that having that mindset was such an important part like it, I wasn't dead set on like I need to make it here um and even though I like did preparation and planning and stuff to make that possible it it was just like listening and like following the natural progression of the walking process mm-hmm. but like both my friend and I at the start of the AT we both said to each other you know like if we don't make it all the way like let's just do what we can do and see how far we get um and we'll be proud of ourselves for making it that far like regardless of how far it is and then you know as we kept going and going we we're like wow we're actually like doing this like we were both in awe so I, I think it is definitely more the journey than having I mean having the destination as a goal was important to get us started on sure, the motivation. journey in the first place yeah but it was never like that was never the goal in and of itself was just to make it somewhere. It was just to see where that journey was going to lead us. So what about the destination of having done the AT or having done the Camino? Like what like the, there there is a sort of I'm not and I know I don't think I've ever heard this from you. Like you were doing the, the AT walk when I first found you and so like I was I was just like in the journey like the like the desk when you finished I was like oh my god what is going to happen now like the, <laughs> like that, this is the whole world of my experience of this person uh but but yeah. I and so I'm not saying you do this but I've definitely met people who are like I've hiked the AT like that's that's a place they got to in their life is like having mm-hmm. had having done that uh that particular walk do you feel that way at all do you contend with that feeling is it is it a is it a feeling that you that that you relate to negatively? What is what is that destination like for you? Hmm. Yeah. Um, Finishing the AT was hard. Um, I was kind of in the same spot you were, I guess, <laughs> with regards to like what what now? Yeah. Um, and like obviously you know it's going to end eventually but you never really think about what that looks like while you're while you're in the journey. Sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to talk about actually with people just because when when someone sits down and like asks you like oh how was the AT? Like that's such a big question. I can't I can't answer that. It was like a full 6 months of my life right. that I like lived. So I, that's why I love stuff like this being on podcasts and talking to people who like have these intentional deep questions right away because wow that's something I can actually focus on and like answer uh-huh. but when someone is like oh tell me about the AT it's it's just like no <laughs> sorry <laughs> like you're gonna have to come up with something better um and I I think too for me personally a lot of that is just like I don't I haven't quite figured out how to process things very well yet um hmm. So like <laughs> processing that entire journey is like difficult and very emotional too. And like, I still get emotional about things randomly that I would not expect to like have emotional reactions to. So it's just mm-hmm. like, it still is definitely like affecting you even after like a lot of time, like over a year now has passed. Um, and it still just like comes up randomly and yeah. 
So you're not, you're not there. No, <laughs> in yeah. Any, in any right. Way, I guess that's like. a good way to look at it. Like I haven't reached an actual destination still mentally. Cause I was going to ask you like when you were, when you were, when you were sort of grappling for how to talk about it, I was going to be like, well, how about from here? How about from a year later? And, it, and now, <laughs> now I know that that would not have been the right question. Yeah. So that's, that's so the, so it's like the journey doesn't end really. Right. <laughs> yeah. But even if, but, but the walking has ended or has, Ooh. see my gut reaction to that is to like a very strong no. <laughs> oh, um, okay. And maybe it's just like, that's the person like I'm becoming and have decided to be is a person who does this and like keeps doing it. Um, so to say that it has ended almost feels like giving up or like releasing a portion of myself. I'm not really ready to part with yet. Oh, cool. Yeah. So tell me about, I don't know to the, I don't know the extent to which your sort of career change, like your, your, your naturalism is a result of this experience. You're nodding in a way <laughs> that makes me feel like it is. Yeah. 100%. So, so it's, it's so you, so, okay. So you're clearly like still, still walking the trail, if you will. But it also, it's like, that's a kind of work that gets you out into the field. Walking, yes. Right? Is that Which is there? like the first reason that I chose it. Um, yeah, I went into trail actually considering law school as my next step <laughs> uh-huh. um, and becoming a lawyer. And I was working as a paralegal before the AT and I hated being in an office. And I was like about to subject myself to this future for the you know, yeah. maybe rest of my life. And th- so that's when I did the AT and throughout it was like, I can't, I can't go to law school. Um, mm-hmm. And at the time I was still like very much like environmentally focused. So I was, I mean, the goal with law was environmental law. Um, so I was thinking, you know, what, what can I do instead? And then I was like, well, if I can find a job where I'm outside and moving and like actually doing the things and interacting with the things I love, why wouldn't I do that? Um, so yeah, that was what brought me to that conclusion. Uh huh. So, so something that I wanted to ask about, about walking itself, like below or beneath like any particular context or place or route is, is, like about walking as a, uh, like for lack of a better word, kind of thinking. Mm. And this, this is the way that I use walking in my life. Like I walk, uh, I, I feel like we talked about this once. Like I, I haven't walked a long, long walk from one place to another like that, but I walk around in circles for, for hours and hours and hours and hours all the time. Yeah. And, and I, 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 th- I really do relate to it as a, as a cognitive process, uh, but like not a heady one, like one where I'm using the environment and sort of the sensations all through my body and like the tiredness and the, and the excitement and, uh, you know, the views to sort of stimulate thinking Mm -hmm. and creativity. And I don't, and I guess I use it in my work in a way too, because I, my work mostly involves writing. And so I need to do the thinking Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I do a lot of the thinking. I, 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 uh, I meet a lot of people who struggle with, and I might be one of these people struggle with turning the thing they love to do, or like the thing that gives them spiritual solace in life into a profession. Mm. Uh, but I, 
I wonder whether the walking part, like the being out there part and the being able to work that way instead of working at a desk, think and work by walking is, is such a big deal for you that like, this is the, this is the, this is the only way to keep doing hmm. it. Yeah. I like can't imagine having a profession where like, I'm not at like peace and in my element mm -hmm. and feeling connected to the universe. Um, I've been like very intentionally avoiding or trying to avoid that outcome in like everything mm -hmm. I do. Um, because that just seems so soul sucking and like defeating <laughs> to imagine myself like, cause I mean, work realistically, if you're not, if it's not like self directed is going to be a huge portion of like my time and effort. And so if I'm not giving that to something like worthwhile in my mind, like I just, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, um, yeah, like accept a lesser, a lesser calling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you use walking as thinking in other areas of your life too? Like, has this, has this been a, a way you've moved and thought all Definitely. Yeah. And I think it was, um, unconsciously for quite a while that I would use that mm -hmm. as like, um, a time to process or reflect or yeah, just like kind of connect to my values and myself. Um, but it, it makes sense because I, I grew up like my parents were very much outdoors all the time and like would take me outdoors. And I spent a lot of time. We have a bunch of trails by my house that I would like hike with them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it just like it all makes sense to me now looking back that I'm in this position. But and I think really I only realized that after hiking the AT is that I need to like be outside and go just I mean, I probably wouldn't even have to walk. I just like the motion and the physicality of it, but I like need to be in nature somehow to like process things and to like kind of reset my mood and yeah. So, so it seems like there's, I mean, you're, you're moving back and forth between these two perspectives so effortlessly that I feel like you, I couldn't say simply that like moving your body that way is what it's about. It's about an interaction with your surroundings too, right? Yeah, it's both. And to be fair, like the movement part is really important because again, after the AT, I was so like stationary. <laughs> I mean, it was probably normal for most people, but I felt so stationary that that's when I got into running because I I needed oh. some sort of outlet. Um, I just felt antsy and like anxious. And mm -hmm. I, okay. like, that's the only thing that kind of addressed that feeling was the actual physical motion um, more so. And to be fair, it was also winter. Um, so mm -hmm. maybe it was just like making up for the being able to be outside in my environment because winter in Wisconsin is not the most friendly. So. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So it's both, but it's like, de so definitely this kinetic kind of thinking is a, or, 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 or working things out is a huge, yeah. Is a huge thing yeah, it me. is. Can, can I ask about other sort of physical or environmental rhythms in your life? Like, are you like an early riser or a late sleeper? Like, tell me, tell me about circadian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I usually get tired around like seven or 8 PM, but I don't go to sleep because that's too early. And then I get this like second wind where I'm like super productive at night, which is unfortunate. 
I think maybe I should just embrace this, but I get really productive at night and like want to do a bunch of things. But then I finally go to bed. Like if I could pick, if I didn't have a work schedule to adhere to, I'd probably like, you know, 11 or midnight, um, like go to bed and then sleep in till like nine. Mm -hmm. At least I love sleep. Um, even on the AT, actually, uh, we would be the last people out of camp due to me. Um, mm -hmm. But then, you know, we would hike later than people as well. So we would get in late and leave late. But so, so even when I'm like outside and the sun is up, the birds are out, I'm still dead asleep. <laughs> um, yeah. So it takes me like for my job, I have to get up early quite a bit and it takes me a while I hate getting out of bed. Um, I'm just so cozy and warm. So, yeah. And I will mention, too, that, like, I love swimming. I was a swimmer in oh, yeah. middle school, throughout high school, and then now I just do it um, kind of as a form of exercise. But it's a very, like, similar feeling to me and gives me the same, you know, mental headspace as walking does as well. Awesome. I react positively to your, to the fact that you, that you had the same cycles on the trail as you do at home, because it just seems like that means you're listening, right? Like True. that's natural yeah. for you. I mean, it like being on the AT really allows you to just like listen to yourself and do what felt natural because I mean, it's just you alone in the wilderness for however many months. So yeah, that was, that was cool. So you're, you're pretty active and maybe, and ha have you been, have you always been pretty active? Yeah. It It's, it's uh, it's always interesting for me to talk to people who are naturally active because I am act. I'm naturally very still. I, I like okay, I, I, and, and it's not that I don't. I mean, like I played sports when I was young. Like I did. I'm not mm -hmm. like a no physical activity sort of person. And of course, like I said, I will walk around in circles for ten miles. But like it's it's not it's not uh an energy level thing, I guess. And that's sort of what I find to be different with like super athletic people is just, there's just like a high frequency thing going on that I don't really mm. have going on. Do you, do you relate to that? Like, do you feel, I mean, you said antsy, like, like, do you feel like that a lot? Do you feel like you need to move a lot? Yeah. So I can, that's interesting for me to think about because <laughs> I definitely like get these cycles almost of like high activity and then like crashing. Hmm. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of balance that I still need to discover with my body, but I will. And I mean, it's related to things other than just physical activity too. It's like my mental um, processes and my productivity, but yeah, I will have like a week or two, maybe at a time where I'm just constantly moving. I'm socially making plans. I'm painting and doing art and whatever else. And then all of a sudden I just will hit a wall where I want to do nothing. Um, and I'll just like lay around and, you know, sleep more or kind of do like mindless activities uh, more often, like Netflix, like not even reading. So, and, but then in those like downtimes, I, I just feel bad. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like what my body should be doing. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily antsy because I just don't have the energy to get myself to do those things that I want to do. Like I won't even go outside or like go on hikes or walk. Mm. Um, and I, I like have this like, like deep, like sense of dread might be too strong, but this like 
ugh feeling that like I should be doing these things and I like can't force myself to. Mm. And maybe that's just like I also haven't learned how to rest. So maybe my um like I need to be intentional about periods of rest because I am so active in those other times that my body is like, please stop, like mm. give us a break for a while. And I'm just I haven't quite gotten the hang of that yet. When a walk presents itself to you as something that it is time to do, how does that happen? Mm. <laughs> My body is just like, it's time to go. <laughs> you know, it's just this like overwhelming sense of, yes, you need to do this. 